Hey, everybody, it's Lee, and this is Let Us Say It For You. Speak Mike and his out. Getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so, um, I, after a conversation I had with Mike last night, I that she's going to give birth next week. Um, she feels like a little too soon, but her baby is measuring as a grown ass man. So, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? I mean, it's ghetto here. It's so good out here, and they say it's better to measure ahead than behind. So I mean, I guess. I guess. Thanks for not being behind, son. Um, but it's like, guys, at this rate, you don't want your baby to come too soon. But technically, your baby is big enough to come. He's he gonna do week. what he wants. He's gonna do what he want to do. He's gonna do what he want to do. Goddamn. Um. But yeah, girl, it's it's just so funny when they go to measuring you and then they say this number. Oh no, that's worse. Go ahead. <laughs> they say this number because they measure from the top of your uterus to your pelvic bone, and that number is supposed to be uh, represent representing weeks. And she was like, um, and she said it so calm. She was like thirty six weeks. She was like thirty six, and then the lady just wrote it down. I'm like thirty six. She said, yes. I said, that number represents weeks, right? She was like, yeah. I was like. <laughs> She's like, yes, man, your, your baby's big as fuck. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And it's she so said, hard. if it was, she said, if I was 38, then they would send me to the. Um, Get measured. Yeah. So if I'm, if I was out outrageously bigger i feel like three weeks is still pretty big but whatever but apparently if i was i don't know five weeks ahead then i would have to go get a sonogram and then they'll have to see how big the baby really is um to see what they got to do i'm just like well he gonna pop when he pops so i don't need to be induced if this nigga is growing and he's gonna pop he's gonna be like ah i'm done with this shit i'm over it Hopefully. And, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out because I'm assuming, because they, they were doing the same with me. They said I just looked very big, right? <laughs> so they were concerned. So the day before my water broke, I had an appointment to go to the doctor to you know, do an ultrasound and see exactly how big Mia was. Right. So, I mean, realistically, back in the olden days when they didn't have, you know, the shit to whatever that thing is that speeds up pregnancy. You had to wait. Um, you had to just wait. But I guess I, I'm assuming the logic is if your baby's too big, we're going to induce you. So you, because the goal is always to have a natural birth because they can get you out quicker, right? Mm -hmm. If your baby's too big, all right, let's induce you now before he hit 10 pounds and we can't get him the fuck out. And then we got to do a C-section because obviously we'd rather you push him out. So I'm guessing that's, I'm not saying why, what, what difference would it make, but I'm assuming right. why they'd want to see, you know, we don't want him to get too big and then he can survive now. And some babies, oh, oh Lord. <laughs> 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 I was a week late when my mom was pregnant with me. I was a week late. You know what, Leah? Me, me too. My mom said that. I was a week late. My mom said they were planning to induce me, and I, I broke her water. Yep. My mom was walking around the hospital upset and peaceful because it was like we wasn't ready for. I real. was comfortable, so why it the fuck? Okay. You? Yeah, and Delia ain't had no money, so she had to just walk her little broke ass. <laughs> with me in there and I was laid up like get me girl on the thing is they skip that not inducing they schedule my mom's c-section oh yeah 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 mm -hmm. that's fucked up and I the water broke and I turned around and she still had to get that bitch it's too late it's too late it's fucked up I can say I don't 
no more? Like, yeah. they didn't I would like to think it's okay. That. I would like to think now that's something that you could do. Yes, bro. That's fucked up. Women just be up. going in the hospital thinking they ain't got no fuck rights. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You can't take it. You can't take your placenta. They to fucking it's take mine. that shit, whisk that shit away, and do whatever the fuck they want to, unless yeah. you say my placenta is gonna be encapsulated, blah, blah blah. And you have to have a cooler with ice. Like it, it's a specific thing. You can't just say I'm keeping my placenta. They have to know and see the organ go into a cooler. Because you know I got mad coolers. I go to Igloo every fucking time. So that bitch with ice and carry it. I'll be taking my placenta. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Drop it in here. Drop it in here. Right. And, so, and it's like it all the placentas these motherfuckers have stolen. For real. You would think placentas out here. Yeah. You would think they would have more um more intel on how birth and delivery and children and people, you know what I'm saying? You would mm-hmm. think that's the first life source. I ain't seeing no no research coming from no fucking placenta, so I'm no, very confused at what they're doing with it. They give them no, they shit. giving them to like the top one percent. Like they probably use it for like a ritual or something. To eat. I think all that shit crazy. They, I mean, we okay. Dun, dun, I'm with uh, it. I know they fucking lying. Um, <laughs> I know they lying. They don't throw them just away. They do not. In general, how have you been um, this week? Oh, let me say, we did miss last week. It was my fault. I was out of the country during the week. A very weird time to travel, yes. It was um, Chandler's <laughs> birthday, um, and we went to Mexico. So that is why um, there was not an episode last week. Um, I will make up for it. I was really trying to figure out how we were going to do one still, and it just couldn't fly. So um, that's why. But we're back now, so um, yay. Um, so how have you been um, in this little time span? Tell them. You know, I've been, I've been good, bitch. You know, it's um, <laughs> swelling up. You know, um, mm. my feet on the floor for too long. They'd be like hamburger, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that was fast. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you know, bitch, just trying to keep my feet elevated. But you know, home improvement, guys. Yes, Micah's house looks very different. She's very prepared uh, for herself. Guys, Home very Depot. Cute. And Ikea have been a joy. Ikea Don't I just love walking in Ikea just in general? Love it. I what love I say it. is I go to Ikea. I go to Ikea, no list. I don't even be needing nothing. <laughs> you tell me what I need. Okay. Every time. I love Ikea so love much. Ikea. And you could just kind of look at like different ideas. Like even if you, like you said, you have no idea why you're in Ikea. But you just know you're going to be inspired by something. So it's like they're And they have plants. plants. Ikea has, they have a lot of things. Yes, they do. They have a real plant section as well. They're actually very good prices too. Anybody want to go? And they have the, um, those, the hanging one. You remember the, the yarn ones? I got a couple Mm -hmm. of them from there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love that place. So I've been there, you know, been there hanging and getting ready for this little man and. Little papa. Just fucking, you know, watching shows on Netflix and having conversations about them, sex life. Woo! Yes, she told Michael told me about it, and she's got a lot of our friends on it. A lot of them are watching the show Sex Life, so I'm going to tune in. Um, I have been doing well. (laughs) How was your trip? You just got back, right? right. I just came back from Mexico. Mexico was cool. I've gone to Mexico before, so I can't exactly say this. I can't pick which. I mean, I would. I guess I'd have to say the the first one was better. 
um, company-wise, but I don't even want to diss the company I was with here because nobody got on my nerves on the trip. But you know me, I get irritated very quickly. Um, <laughs> nobody got on my nerves, but the last trip I was with, Micah and Bree. So, you know, that's just automatically, like, ain't really much competing with that. Look at time, man. Yeah, y'all can't beat Micah and Bree. But um, I, this trip, I was, this last one, I was able to do what I wanted, which was nothing, right? I wanted to sit down and I just sat the fuck down, you know? So very happy about that. Um, and, you know, not really much else to, to give you about that. Mexico is cool. Again, happy birthday to Stretch, champion lover. He is 30 years old now, young ass. So happy birthday um, to Stretch Richie. He's a cancer. You guys are weird. Um, yeah. TV shows, a show that I, I wrote it down to talk about. It. The show is called Dr. Death. <laughs> Hear me out. That crazy. It is based on a true story. Wait, really what is it on real quick? It, okay, so I have Xfinity and it's on a, a an app called Peacock. So I think Peacock okay. is Xfinity or something. So you may have to get the app or something. Yes. But honestly, amazing so the gist of it is it's a doctor like a real fucking doctor now that was performed he's a spinal specialist his specialty is in spinal whatever so you know you fuck that up bitch is not walking paralyzed right this man was basically going in people and fucking them up like he would go to just remove like one like a dislocated and he would be in there using tools that aren't even necessary so all the nurses would be in there like doctor and he's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, you don't, bitch. And he nearly, he, out of his 38 surgeries, 34, no, out of his 38, 33, he left them either paralyzed or with some type of disability and two of them died. And so he's like, it's just like what he was on, like the, the crack, the one you sniff, he was on drugs. Like, it was just like, these fucking white people out here just what they want to do. And so it just kind of turned out that it was, he was apparently very, very smart. So it's one of those things where he was so smart that they kind of let him skip certain steps because he's just so smart. But in doing so, that makes sense. are not performing surgery on people's spine properly. So you just got to watch it. To watch it and how he came to justice, which kind of warmed my heart. It was two other doctors that were like, we have to get him the fuck up out of here. Like one, and one doctor went and had to like repair something that he did because the lady he fucked up, she was like, I don't want him performing on me anymore. And so when the guy went in there, the way he was describing it, he was like, this looks like paste. So he basically like smashed one lady's bones in that section to where it just looks like paste. And he just left it there. Another time they found like gauze in somebody, like he left gauze in someone's fucking neck. And that creates an infection. Like, it was just crazy. And this is true life. So then to me, I was freaking out because it's like, I told this to Carl the other day, or a couple of days ago, I was like, you never, I watch a lot of serial killer true life shit, like all the time, right? That's my thing. I watch true crime shit all the time. But you never consider like somebody who really went to school for a million fucking years to become a surgeon. And you out here trying to kill people, but it's like, you know, people be fucked up. You can be smart and be fucked up, but he's smart and fucked up. And uh, it wasn't really on some, he's like, he was more so like a sociopath where he was just insistent that he knows what he's doing. He knows these surgeries better than anybody else. But then he's literally paralyzing everybody he performs on. I just feel like this is, 
That's crazy. That's crazy as fuck. So I was like, damn, Dr. Death. He's um he's currently serving um life in prison because they said it's if they don't, because he is a doctor, he can get a license anywhere. You can just hop from state to state and get privileges to um perform. And if that doesn't work, you can go to another country and go perform. And you to, no, for real. They were just like, if we don't put him away, he's and that's what he did. Like when what the first hospital started to peak. Yo, my nigga, you fucking everybody up? He was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna go over here. This was in, uh, I think it was in Texas too, I think, because I remember here in Dallas. So like he started at one of those and they just he just kept moving from hospital to hospital. Oh, Lord. Just because of his great reputation. But then it was like, when that one doctor went in there and saw it, he called his other doctor homeboy, like, bro, check this out. And he was like, he been fucking people up over here too. And then that's how they, they got hold of him. It was really crazy. And then I guess, sorry, I have to talk about this too. The issue is that he should have been stopped so long ago. Again, he did 38 surgeries, but it's like all the politics involved in that, like the medical system. It's like, it's kind of like if you accuse somebody of rape that follows them forever. Um, they try their best not to make that the case in the medical field because you know, you're human accidents happen, but it's like after two, three accidents here, we're kicking you out of our hospital, but he can just go to another hospital and get privileges there. So he was fucking up everybody. He paralyzed his very best friend. His best friend. He paralyzed his best friend. It was um, it was crazy. I was just watching all the what Terry say the caucasity. All the caucasity floating around that show. I said, man, white people. So yeah, watch Doctor Death, y'all. If y'all wanna um, if you care, go to hospitals. Watch that. Um, in other news, Danny Lay. <laughs> Little Danny is pregnant. Did she? This bitch is about to go to labor. Yeah, like Danny's due like tomorrow. Like tomorrow. She's she was pregnant before me. Yes. She's giving you know birth funny thing. That's how I gauged. That's how I gauged how pregnant she was. I was like, she's she's pregnant before Micah. Yes. Yeah. About a good a, a good amount of time. She's about, about to fuck yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if those are old and she had her baby. The only reason why it's not is because they were, well, well, I think it's not is because the pick her baby shower, like that was apparently that day that they showed it. So um, um, other people were recording from there. But, but usually people do their baby showers at eight months. Yep. 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 Nice. I did mine at eight months. Um, right now, nine years ago is my baby shower time. Yeah. And I just feel like she was, a, she was pregnant a month before me, had to be. There you go. So She's congratulations nice are in order for Dan. Yes, girl. So and she didn't confirm who the dad is. Right, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the baby belongs to the baby. The baby. Uh, and it's a girl. So everybody was like, you know, all the baby know how to make is girls. So it was like perhaps I think it's because he's a slutbag whore. I'm so sick of y'all in that shit. That's what I heard. I'm gonna go with it. So listen, my baby's father was a whore, and we have a little girl. So, so Willie wasn't a whore. Willie was a good man. Willie was a good man. So, but does that make me a whore? That's not how that works. I think it's just that's, that's what Paige thinks. Oh, no. <laughs> so you are a Paige thinks I'm a whore. <laughs> Paige thinks that you're a first child. <laughs> oh, so, so oh, you had a boy. Okay, okay. So if you have a boy first and you were a whore, I'm like, it's just not how it works. She was like, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Paige literally looked at me like that. Was like, <laughs> okay, you're a slut. You're a slut. Right. You're a slut. I don't care. I'm like, 
Well, you guys, you guys tell us what you think about that. Is it? Do you guys believe in that? If, if a guy has a girl first and he was a whore, if a girl has a boy first and she was a whore, because for my child making experience, it is accurate. I was a good girl. I had a girl. My baby daddy was a slut. But I wasn't a whore. So it's not like, it's not, well, it's not accurate for me. Look, well, what page did? She was like, I give you a press. Okay. You. I was it's a headhunter. Okay. I was a headhunter. Maybe you were a headhunter. I never lied to anyone. You know what? Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, so congratulations. Congratulations to Danny Lay on her beautiful little girl. And we're guessing the baby. We don't know. Baby come out a little chocolate. We get it. It was it was his baby, right? And it was, you know, the gag is what if they broke up because she cheated on him with somebody else or something? Okay. Daddy. Okay. No. You're right. You're right. Right. Okay. It's a chance. We don't know. There's a chance. It can happen. Kay said, Kay said her ex was a whore and he got a son. Mm. Oh, damn. So, so what that mean? His wife was a whore? Well, then I thought about Carlum. Carlum is a whore and he has two girls. Like he doubled down on him. Cheeks. Cheeks was a whore. Cheeks got a girl. Any more hoes? Anybody else? Was Cabana <laughs> ho? Was Cabana He had a girl. He had a girl. You know... I don't know if Kavan was a whore. I don't think so. All right. Well, congrats. Uh, he was too, I feel like he was honest. Honest <laughs> <laughs> ho. Man, I think he was honest ho. He lied to me. He told the whole truth. He told the truth to more people. Than yes, the fuck he did. And we got to so, give him that. We, we got to give him that, that. right? <laughs> that. All right, baby daddy. Um, so congratulations to Danny. All right, this one, let's talk on this. And we can go on this for days. I would like it to be short, but bitch, the audacity. Okay, we'll try. U.S. Senate, is, excuse me, Texas, your state. Fuck. They passed a... <laughs> <laughs> they passed a bill. They passed a bill that no longer requires schools to teach that um, the KKK is, uh, is morally wrong. Like, they don't have to teach it as being morally wrong. They can teach it as something regular, like I guess the Black Panthers or something like that. Oh, so they don't have to add that into their yeah, list. They don't have to add that it's a it was a bad thing. Well, you know, we gotta chuck it up to them good old boys in Texas. Goddamn, that is a very conservative Confederate yes. state. It really is. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think. For, for them to actually make like it to pass, I think more people should be on alert because at the yeah. end of the day, if you know the history of KKK, regardless if you're telling teachers to teach if it's immorally wrong or right, whatever, they literally terrorize neighborhoods and burn children. Like they kidnap people. Yeah. yeah, they kidnap people who were, the sun was 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 going down. So Sundown County, they would drive, hunt people down like animals. Like this is the history of KKK. So, okay, cool, fuck it. Let's not teach that it was a morally whatever. But if you look up KKK, it's gonna tell you what the fuck they do and what they've oh, done. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, how are you gonna? And uh, my first question was so. I'm guessing people were required before to say, you know, the KKK was wrong. It was a hate group or something. And now, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. But for the Black Panther Party, they always forget 
the last part of the whole Black Panther Party is Black Panther Party for self-defense. They don't put the self-defense. Yeah, I right? didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it, that is the entire title, and that's what they did. So to make it look like a hate group, quote-unquote, like Black Lives Matter, supposedly, um, right. they 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 uh, take out words, and they put their own narrative behind it. But with the KKK, if, if we're talking about history, honestly, the KKK did not come up when I was teaching my fucking third grader. Um, and when it was in fourth grade, the Black Panther Party did not come up. I brought that up in history. You know what I'm saying? So all the lessons that we went through, Jim Crow didn't come up. That wasn't in the lesson. So these are very strong, pivotal things that happened right after the fucking Civil War and they didn't even mention it. So personally, I don't think they're mentioning this shit at all because yeah. like I said, if I'm, I was literally teaching third and fourth grade I didn't see KKK. We did not talk about Black Panther Party. Like nothing about like it's. And I'm like, trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Me in high school or something, bro. That's what I'm saying. Because for in fourth grade, I was in Jamaica, so Jamaica wasn't talking about KKK. Um, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, I was in Jamaica, and I came. I mean, and I, maybe I just knew about it. Because remember, our moms made us watch a whole bunch of slave. True, true, true. So we probably got this from our our parents, not necessarily. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Maybe. Yeah, because if you think about. Let's think about high school. We had black teachers. Yeah, black ass teachers. Black ass teachers. Yeah. And Mr. Parker, wasn't he um, the history teacher? He was a lot. Um, he brought up the KK. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel mm. like it's regional, and I definitely think it's a high school thing yeah. because I don't remember learning about KKK in school at all. Me neither. Me neither. Not even a little bit. Like, a not even a little bit. All right, Texas, you ain't shit for that, but um, for real, whatever. All right, um, I don't know which one you want to do first. You want to do yours? You want to do the audacity one? I think it all falls under the. It all kind of ties in. Weird thing. Um, all right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, I've um. I've had quite a quite an interesting couple of days, and I just learned so many things about people. And it, I want to say it has not helped my already uh, bruised image. That's a word, right? Um, there's already have a very tarnished image of you guys. While I love you, and I still hope to end up with a black man one day, I just don't. Um, every time I meet a new one of y'all or I hear a new story, I'm just like this whole time. And um, I had to explain this you know, to Micah a couple of times, just the shit that I've experienced. And it just all comes down to the, I just wrote down the audacity because that's just, I have the audacity of you niggas. Like, Charlemagne would say the unmitigated gall of you niggas the sickness that you do and what I guess disgusts me and, and I, I haven't gone in on y'all in a while I'm gonna try not to this time because I'm feeling a little better but if we would have made this episode like three days ago I cussed the fuck out um just the disrespect towards black women right 
And it's, I just can't get, and then I even got to kind of give it because then I just think about the baby and I don't even know what the baby, the baby and Danny Lay just, for example, I don't really know what their setup is, but it does look sad. They were together. They was all booed up, you know, yellow bonus, but he blah, all that bullshit. And then they just break up and now we know she's pregnant. So now it just looks like his black ass just knocked her up and cleared it. It's just like, nigga, why are y'all so fucking embarrassing? So then I just feel the need to just talk about women in general. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, I can't even comment on some of the shit I want to comment on, but we can use the example of something that Micah just um, saw, and this is from somebody that went to fam with her, but apparently somebody was cheating on his wife, and she, um, she aired that shit out, like pictures, screenshots, DMs, plan B, messages, she went in. And he's married. This is a married man, right? So I'm positive he asked for this woman's hand in marriage. You did all this just to be fucking everything that walks. You did. And then my, my question is why? Like, I'm thinking of people that I know. I know men that are in relationships for whatever reason. And they're fucking multiple other people, unbeknownst to their women. So it's just like, King, why are you there? For what? For what? Why just break up with sis? Because in some cases, if she find out, she's going to kill him. And in another case, I heard she knows and she's just going to be caring. So I guess that's a whole nother topic. But um, it's, it's just, I just can't, I can't believe. Like, I can't believe the shit I found out. So and I'm just sitting there like, and y'all want me to try date? Y'all want me to be with a nigga again? Y'all want me to love somebody? <laughs> but for me, with that audacity, it's the, it's the level of how many know that this guy is in a relationship and don't okay. give a fuck. So yeah. remember he was asking women, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah. That's what the fuck is wrong with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Willie told me when he met me, I think this goes along. This is, this is perfect for this. Thanks, William. Willie used to be a slider, right? So Willie was a slider in school. You feel me? He was fucking everybody's girlfriend, essentially. Right? Wow. So no, I know. I Crazy, right? Not him. You're so, he was telling me, like, he had homegirls, like, you know, because his older sister, their friends, whatever. He was like, his homegirl that he met told him that all women cheat. That's what she taught him. She said, all women cheat, and the ones you think are not cheating are cheating. She was like, so, at this point, now that sounds like a hurt hole to me. I, that's oh, she heard, she heard his fuck. Hey, hey, that's just heard whatever. whatever. Go, to, go to therapy, bitch. Call. And, and, and at this time, remember, they're like 18, 19, so let's think about that. They're in college right? Nobody takes anybody seriously for real, like, in a college town, like, that shit's trash. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, dating in Tallahassee was a fucking, that's, whatever. Anyway, so, um, she literally told him that, but guess what? He had a longitudinal study. Every girl that he was currently fucking had a boyfriend. He would literally sit there and listen to this girl tell him how much she loved, I love you, babe, I'm gonna talk to you later. I just got in. I'm finna take a shower. Willie is about to fuck the shit out of his girlfriend. The audacity of one of these girls. Her nigga came. He came to visit her. Willie and his homeboy playing pool in the clubhouse or whatever. Because most of the apartment complex, they have like little clubhouses. And he was playing pool with his homeboy. So the girl walks in with her nigga. Sees Willie. Oh my God. Hey. Walks over to Willie and his homeboy. 
gives Willie a hug. Oh my God, this is such and such. Um, this is my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. This is Willie and Phil, blah, blah, blah. They live, blah, blah, blah. And Willie was like, what's up, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just awesome. Like, I can't believe this whole really introduced me to her nigga and I fucked her. I literally fucked her last week type shit. And so she said, he said he she went on about her business. She went upstairs and I'm probably he probably dug her down. He probably dug her out. But his thing was, I cannot believe what's happening. I did not know women were like this. And so when you get this whole idea of being okay with being a slider, because I said, you ain't shit. Cause you was fucking all of these girls women. Now you all insecure about your shit when you finally get a girlfriend. Yeah, he's scared now. You're thinking like, you running now. Damn. So is she doing that to me? And so is, are these men scarred? And they're just like, fuck it. And are these women just like, fuck it because everybody's cheating on everybody like i'm trying to find a reason why these people are okay with doing what they're doing okay so okay agreed because okay so now thank you for refreshing me with that because in this yeah the the person that we were talking about they have a girlfriend but they're fucking like mad people right and it's just a whole bunch of people in the same little vicinity it's literally like if you go in a room of 100 people he probably didn't fuck about 20 of the bitches in there and it's just like whoa and they cousins or friends or best right. friends. He's yeah. fucking a friend and a friend. One of the bitch he used to fuck. She friends with his girlfriend. It's just like a whole bunch of mix up. And it's just like, the fuck? oh my gosh. And and then me knowing some of it. For me, you know, I'm always team girlfriend. Because I'm always a girlfriend, right? This is probably the longest I've been single since I've had boyfriends. I'm on like four. Right. This is the longest I ain't had no nigga. But it's like, I'm not going to help you. I'm not helping you. Girlfriend out, bitch. That's still his girlfriend. You're the side bitch. So there's there's the, I and then the audacity also is how bold side bitches are, just stepping out of out of their little side. Out of and and wanting to like get bucked. I hope his girlfriend. I hope every side bitch that can't play her role the way she's agreed to play it gets her ass beat. Like I, I hope agree. Find out and beat the dog shit out of you because you're doing too much. This is I agree. And I agree. The same for these side niggas. Stay in your fucking place, bruh. Yes, be a side nigga and be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Like and and don't be walking around like I just can't the audacity like you said, it is the audacity. It's just so crazy. Like you you already want to tell everybody. You got attitude. You got an attitude and you and you're you're a home wrecker and you have an attitude and you're upset and 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 you feel entitled and you want this and you what the fuck? And then okay, then let's but then let's feeling like that. That's okay, that's what I was gonna say. Cause then we have to talk about the cheater and what they're saying to said side whatever that has them so comfortable getting so fucking slick at the mouth. That's what it is. Cause that gotta be it. Right. And then there are scenarios, I'm sure, of side bitches. Like I'm I'm quoting City Girl. <laughs> My dear JT said, if I'm a side bitch, you're getting extorted. So, you know, that basically means right. I'm a side bitch, you're gonna run me this money before I tell your bitch. Right. right. And, but then the logic is you're gonna keep giving the money because you don't want her to tell your bitch. But if you are so worried about losing this bitch, why are you even chancing it? So it's just like, can you just not? And there's just so many questions, y'all. So I have so I have so many questions. And I just and yeah, and I feel like 
and these women are in these situations um like you can think about the weekend remember when SZA came out she was like we've all been the girl that didn't know we were aside but what did you do when you found out when you were aside that's the question that's the question and because according to SZA's song you just can't help it you're gonna stick I was like, no. yeah and for her it, it's too far gone I'm now yeah. I'm in love <laughs> like, and, and for me I always I, I remember me and my ex used to argue about that because he loves SZA and I was like you know this is an insecure ass song and he was just like oh yeah definitely and I was like no SZA is really a sad bitch for this because you you're willing to just take whatever you can get from this nigga mm -hmm. you know for the sake of just getting it and I'm just like that's that's sad SZA don't love her that's what I'm saying it's on it's really sad and like you put yourself in a situation where you know that you're not the chosen one right at the end of the day you know when he leaves when he comes to you he just left her like mm -hmm. this is the this is the shit that i feel like will talk me out of being a side bitch. you know what okay, i'm saying boom. speak on it it will talk me out of it because everything i'm thinking every occasion that we have every birthday every um valentine's day i know i'm not going to be celebrated on the day of you know if my yes, birthday falls international side bitch day you feel me so like I, if I I'm feeling and knowing all these things like and then you have to answer the phone when she calls and you want me to sit there and listen to you tell us oh my I that gives me the creeps like I am crawling you and answer me phone, what's yeah. up baby and you for sitting me. there sucking his dick stupid like I just I just don't I just, yeah did she do it like this Stupid bitch. He told you he to shut. On the phone. He on the phone with his main bitch. And me as a proud sad bitch, I'm going to just suck the skin off his dick until he get off the phone. It's like, how does this work in your head? And for me, I think what it, off rip, I just have an issue being number two. I don't like being in competition for shit. I ain't never played sports. I don't like waiting in line, like nothing. I don't like, it's, it's my dick and I want it now. Right? That's how, for me, I got too much pride to be some nice side bitch. Like, if you my nigga, I'm kissing you in the mouth. We fuck it whenever I want to. Like, this is just the vibe I'm on. So even in my current situation of one, like the guy, we don't talk. We, we used to talk, now we just kind of sex on each other. So even in that situation, that's getting sketchy for me because it's just like, <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. We just like fucking each other, so that's cool. But I don't know. It's just like, I also, it's, I don't like sharing. So now it's kind of like, now I got to check myself. If I feel like I'm getting too attached, now I'm gonna have to fall back, keep my position to myself. Right. I'm in a position where I can handle that. But me being somebody that's just fucking him, how I know that, right? He ain't got no girlfriend. We not cheating on nobody. We can fuck whenever we want to. But I feel a way not having him when I want to have him. If I And it hasn't been the case yet, but I'm just dreading the day. There's always going to be a day where I may want to fuck him today. And maybe right. I'm busy. Fucking somebody else, cause he not my. I don't like that. So how the fuck? I don't know how sad bitches do it. Like I want my hats off to y'all, but I also feel like y'all stupid because it's like. I think I know. I know some. I I've heard of some that honestly just they just like him for the perks. Like I'm getting like JT vibes. Like JT from City Girls kind of thing where oh this nigga give me money he pay a bill we from time to time I don't want to be his girlfriend I don't care. I have less sympathy for these girls because they're not emotionally attached to this. This is right. it's to an end. They probably got a nigga or they're talking to, but there are some that are in love. 
with somebody else's nigga. And then it's like, a baby, but he but he's not gonna be with you. And then I guess we can take it even deeper. We talk about men who have affairs. How many scenarios have we heard about husbands that are like cheating with their secretary or whatever? And he keeps promising her that he's gonna leave, but he never leaves, right? And then on a woman's side, we can talk about Jada. We all kind of got the impression Jada might've been telling August that she was finna leave Will. And it's like, she ain't leaving Will. I don't know. I heard August got a big dick. So maybe, you know, maybe. <laughs> he has a big old PP. But it's just, Mm-mm. it's just so messy and it's so convoluted and it's it's just so i just thought like there's so many dicks in the world why we gotta all fuck the same one like and so, my, and, and so it goes back to the insecurity thing so if i yeah. feel that this is the best that i can do somebody else's nigga because no it has to be somebody else's niggas because i feel like i'm not even capable of bagging my own nigga like i don't have the confidence to even be in a situation where um I'm being courted. Niggas don't like yeah, me. Yeah, Niggas yeah. don't talk to me. Niggas don't whatever. Like he saw me and he just so happens to have a girlfriend. Like I think that's the like just so the just so happens that's part. What I'm because where did he even come from? Yeah. Like he slid in on your insecure head ass. You probably just had a breakup. Um, you probably are in a position in your life where you're feeling the most vulnerable something happened it may have nothing to do with your looks but just where you are in your life like it could be school like it can be anything that people can pick up on and just fucking prey on you you know what i'm saying and so for me it's like i rather if you're gonna do something like i'm not saying that people should be okay with being side hoes but being a side situation being hidden you did post that if you're gonna have me i'm a cheat um i feel like there should be a detachment of feelings and emotions that should learn how to adapt or learn how to um cultivate because at some point no matter what this nigga is saying, he still has a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's like protect yourself. Like, that's, that's what gets me. Because he's telling you one thing. But when she calls, he's going to say, I love you. I'm going to see you later. Like, I just feel like that. How, how does your, like, heart not shatter, like, fucking. And then, and then you get slick. Oh, so that was your little girlfriend? Your little girlfriend. Yes, bitch. That's his big girlfriend. He's been with for years. Oh, so y'all still going strong, huh? She know about me, bitch. What? 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 Why? Do you fucking and, give a fuck? And then I feel like, guys, if your side bitch starts saying shit like that, you need to be concerned. You need to cut her off. <laughs> but no, but you cut her off. She's gonna tell everybody. These side bitches be coming out. You now you done fucked up. You done got the wrong side bitch. You done got a side bitch that's in love now. And if you cut her off, now you getting told on. And you know what, Leah changed. Leah, think about it. Remember I said about you. All it takes is for you to spend a whole lot of time with one person doing the things that you really like. Oh, and that's really. that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you a nigga and we don't even we don't even I'm be knowing nigga. how okay. we don't even be knowing how these niggas be cheated sometimes because they always up under their girlfriend. They're crying. Right? I, so, I've been cheated on and I'm still very confused. The guys, yeah. She must have been on who are always up under their girlfriend and they find the time it's like the 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 witchcraft, the trickery, how? Yeah. But that side relationship started with her knowing. So let's go with the people that knew, right? This bitch all over your Instagram, but you're in my DM, right? right. So you're like, 
hey, what's going on? You know, I, I really like your energy, whatever fuck these niggas be saying to get these hoes, depending on what they like. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then the girl's like, oh, that's cute, but um, what about the energy of your girl? Because, you know, some girls slap back like that. They try to start off strong, and he's like, man, it's not even like that. We got a situation. I'm sure you do. Um, what, a situation I'm, that she's your girlfriend? You no, like uh, the situation oh. is on and off, you know what I'm saying? She she got control of my Instagram. So she be posting this shit. I don't I don't really be on. It's This is the shit that I feel like niggas, niggas, are, crafty. niggas are crafty. They are so crafty. And then you like, okay, whatever. Well, he like, well, let me take you on a date. You like, okay, cool. So now you done went on a date with this nigga and you clearly saw all the evidence. You don't give a fuck, right? Because, okay, let's stop there. Don't stay that way. <laughs> you start uh, to have feelings for this Because nigga. that's what I'm saying. Because I think in that instance, ladies, when a nigga that you can go on his page and see, one nigga tried to talk to me one time and his profile picture was his wedding. His wedding, <laughs> his bride. That was his profile picture. And he came at me. I mean, I go through my DMs. This nigga replied to everything with hard eyes, uh, drooling. You so beautiful. I'm just like, are you not a, somebody's fucking husband? I don't even entertain these niggas. And I'm real quick to like a nigga picture him and his wife and just leave him there. You know, I'm very good at that. But it's like, ladies, you... I don't feel bad for y'all in these situations nope. because you know what you're signing up for. And then as much as I hate saying this, like as warped as this is, when you then come out and try to tell his girlfriend on him, bitch, you knew he had a girlfriend. So now you fucking up everybody life because you done fell in love with somebody else, nigga. Make it make sense, Micah. Because it doesn't. Yeah. All right, so you done went on a date. You done went on a date, nigga. Pick up back up on our, our scenario of cheaters. <laughs> so you went on a date and you was like I said, you was you was you was holding on strong. You was giving you was giving him that 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 spice that so um where your girlfriend at now? So you she know you on a date. So what y'all got going on? What's the situation? Like yeah, what's going on, right? Like I've been in a situation like this, but I wasn't on a date. Like I knew he had a girlfriend and he's right. talking talking to me, and I'm literally just trying to get to the bottom of what the fuck do you think is gonna come out of this? And my thing is yeah, I don't, so in that situation, I don't get like, how dare you try me? Like, bitch, you're a, you are a fucked up ass nigga. You trying everybody at this point. So it ain't got shit to do with me. And so Ugh. you get this, you get the charm, you get the finesse, you get the the bullshit, you get the, 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 the conniving wolf in sheep's clothing shit that gets you all fucking hyped and riled up. And you like, well, nigga, I, I just, well, I ain't fucking you. Like not now you're now you got your own stipulations right. Yeah. But then well, we can hang out, but you ain't getting no pussy. Right. But then it starts to turn, bro, because this nigga want to see you every day now. And guess what? That's all it takes for some for some people. Look, look, look. <laughs> I can't be nobody savage. I'm not. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I want to see you every day. Oh my god, like your energy, and I wish my girl. And now he telling Ooh, you like, that's he how they y'all asses. This girl was like. Bitch, do not. You probably got a lovely bitch. Do not get a big head about that shit. That is just. They be lying, girl. Lying to you. He has to keep you around and continue to fuck him or whatever you're doing for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think nine times out of ten, it's just because he can. I'm not even going to lie. I don't think it's for. I don't think niggas cheat for reasons. I think niggas just do it because they can't, I think. And they're so bad at it because they always get caught. Niggas are so bad at it. They don't even put the effort. My coworker told me that he's Jamaican as fuck. Let me start there. Uh, and he got married after this, but he said all men cheat. 
And he's like, but if he really loves you, you'll never know. And I looked at him like, excuse me. Right. Fuck you. So two of my other co-workers, one who's also Jamaican and one who's American, they were like, they see me, one sees me like his little sister and I'm almost like a daughter to the other one. They were like, don't tell her no shit like this. Like, <laughs> Jacob was like, so you trying to tell me you, you don't know no other bitches you want to fuck other than your wife? So he was like, it's not that he wouldn't want to, but for him, what stops him from, and this is an older man, like he's grown grown. So he was like, what stops him from cheating on his wife is the thought of his wife fucking somebody else. Like, he can't even envision his wife's pussy in somebody else's hands. So he, for that reason alone, this man go to church. He damn near like a deacon or some shit. Like, he does everything he's supposed to do. Seems like he's a happy man to me. It's you young boys that's up. <laughs> you young boys. Because for me, I've had a situation where... Um, some guy was trying to talk to me. Obviously, I had no clue he had a girlfriend. Um, I met him at like, what's that game, that big game, the football, the high school football game that people- Oh, Brown versus Date? No, like the one used to be at Lockhart all the time. Orange, the Orange Bowl? Is that it? That sounds familiar. Maybe it's that. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay. One, that high school one that you always have. So I remember I met him there, ghetto, 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 ghetto. And I think it was Shaida. It was Shaida. And maybe Tarsha too. They were just like, oh, I'll talk to him, whatever. So I gave him my number, ghetto as fuck. Maybe like, he kept trying to see me. I never actually met up with him. I never actually saw him in person again after that. You know, I'm real good for never meeting up with a nigga. But <laughs> his girlfriend called me and she was just like, Sobo. Sobo. Yeah, thank you, Daryl. So um, his girlfriend called me. She was like, hi, I see your number in his phone. I was like, okay. And she was basically that he went in the store and she was just calling to see what we had going on. I said, why don't you just ask your man? Now I was younger. I was a lot younger then, a lot nicer, I would say. Um, but I'm also very sympathetic to girlfriends. So the moment I found out a nigga cheat, I'll just call me since I tell you everything he said. So I told her everything he said. I was like, well, he's been trying to meet me for quite some time. He definitely said he didn't have a girlfriend. And I'm giving her the rundown and she was like, he's a lying ass. I was like, well, you know, since <laughs> I was like, you know, I've never actually seen him in person. I said, but if he's this comfortable with me, it's very possible that some bitch has met up with him. He literally kept saying shit to me. Like, when you gonna let me spoil you? When you gonna let me take you out? He was in the niggas where it's like, you missing out on your blessing. I was like, Lord, it's a blessing, you know? So I never met up with him, but it's just scenarios like that where it's like, all right, well, you know, since really had no idea, so then this is where you fall into the scissor category. Now for me, scissors trying to say she was too far gone already. I never actually saw this nigga again. So it wasn't hard for me to just not talk to him. Then again, like I said, I can't, I can't do the side bitch thing, but it's just like, I guess I just want to know what goes on in women's minds when they decide to stay and then just solely get more and more and more vindictive until they snitch on everything. Because I think ultimately what I'm trying to say is if you're going to be a sad bitch, you need to play your role properly. You need to play your fucking role, bro. To be quiet. If you're going to be Shut fucking up. somebody else, nigga, why, why? And then it's like, niggas, you got to get better at that because you, y'all be the ones want to see a bitch every day. And like Micah said, oh, you know, you, my girl done this and my girl done that. Stop all that fucking pillow talking. Fuck the girl and go home. This fucker be quiet. Carlum gave me his synopsis for side bitches. He was like, yeah, you know, side bitches. And he was dead ass. He was serious when he said all this. He's like, yeah, you know, side bitches, you only fuck them from the back. You don't do missionary. You don't kiss them. And he was like, you fuck them and you leave. He's like, and so I was like, well, why wouldn't you kiss them? So he was like, Carlum's exact words were, I can't kiss her. That belongs to my girl. I would never disrespect my girl like that. I would never kiss a side bitch on my mouth. 
And this is my girl, and I really looked at him like, wow, you're a terrible nigga. So there's rules if I guess if you do it right. And I don't know how, I don't know how men find a way to keep their savages in check, but I would assume it's what Mike is saying, where there's certain boundaries you don't cross. So you don't get sis in her feelings. I don't think you should be laid up having conversations and shit. I don't know. But then my question is always, how do you actually get a grown ass woman to sign up for just getting hit from the back and left? Like and that's the and that's the other insecure. Man. That's the other insecure part. Yeah, yeah. And you, I feel yeah. like and Willie also told me his homeboy was with this girl very long time. He said he loved her and he used to drive trucks coincidentally Them truck and he ended up like going to another city in Atlanta coincidentally and he meets this girl and he's like whoa I have never felt this way about anyone he has a girlfriend so now he has a girlfriend in Atlanta and he has a girlfriend where he's from so every time he goes back now he's juggling between two his actual girlfriend catches him and he's like, well, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I just, I don't know what happened. You know, I, I'm in love with two people. That was his thing. So he had, he was breaking the fuck down. Well, at least he was. He was honest at honest. when he got caught, but literally, yeah. Willie was like, you can be in love with two people. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, just in general, like, no, like, I get it. Yes, and I think we have a friend who was in a situation like that. And I my thing is, with two people. and my thing, and and but you're were you actively with both of them? No, you were not. Were you actively? No, no, with both? no, 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 no. We got a comment from Punky. Punky said, "Crazy thing." Underscore Punky said, "Crazy thing is some women are so insecure they still get caught up because they are okay with any treatment a man will give them." Yeah, they like holding up, like because at this point they love this nigga. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter what treatment yeah. they get. Yeah, they get. this one they love. So it's like if I don't get a dick on Tuesdays after four o'clock, but before six o'clock, I'ma just get my Yeah. And since it was okay, but then it and was like I need that. a little bit more than that. But then All right. Do that, SZA. No, we you Friday to Sunday. That's it. That's what I told you. Where his bitch think he be at for Friday? Okay, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. That. When niggas be going, like when niggas got bitches for real, and they be like, if you're not a truck driver, so you're not gone for days at a time, where y'all bitches think y'all be at? When y'all be out of town with other bitches, like what you be saying? What do you? What is the? What's the? I just. And I you ain't gonna go to Aruba by yourself. So where the? Who the fuck is you with? You got to bring one of your lying ass homeboys. So yes. So I think the dynamic okay. of how those situ, uh, how those relationships go. Their communication is a little fucked. Like it's I feel a little, like it's a little raggedy anyway. Yeah, I feel like it's a little raggedy. And I feel like he's probably the type of man that be like, you know, don't question me, don't call me more than once. So you know, like he has like a long list of what you are not gonna do to him. Kind of how I had that list. Like you, you know, yeah, right. question me. See, that's why she's having a boy, y'all. See? That's why. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like because they have women who have a yes, okay. Yes, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they start off like that. So it's like mass manipulation. Mass manipulation mixed with an insecure woman. That is a recipe for fucking disaster. And yeah. and pain. And and the girl knowing that she's getting cheated on and staying. That's the part that be like, you cheat so, too. Huh? You cheat too. 
Yeah, let's okay. So let's get off the guy. Let's get on the two women, right? So there's a woman that knows her man cheating on her, but for whatever reason, she stays. Stays anyway. Side bitch who at this point is in love, but doesn't want to leave. I guess she's still holding out for the chance that he'll pick her. her. So for me, first thing I'll say is women, I've said this, I've literally been saying this since I've been in fucking grade school. If your nigga is cheating on you, your beef is not with the other woman. Please stop embarrassing yourself and cussing these bitches out and arguing with these bitches. You can't do that. Let's say she's a whore, right? What I used to say is you cannot blame a hoe for doing a day's job. A hoe fucks whoever she wants, right? So why are you mad? If I'm, if, why are you mad at the hoe for fucking your nigga when he the one that's supposed to love you? Like, just, just stop. I hate when I see y'all do that. It's the dumbest shit in the world. The other bitch is not your problem. Your lying ass, trifling ass nigga is the problem. Please stop that. Next. In the situation of the woman that knows her man is cheating and stays, there's various reasons. I know for some women, it's almost kind of like, it's almost like they don't, they don't want to give in to the other bitch. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to lose, if you will. So they're staying with him because it's like, I can't let this bitch beat me. But it's like, but, but since you losing, <laughs> you losing, you lost because you're sitting here competing for the affection of a nigga you shouldn't have to compete with. And then you're also taking jabs and all this fucking subliminal shit bitches do every time they fucking somebody nigga or somebody fucking a nigga. And it's just like, how do we get to the core of like, what does it take for these women to finally leave? Cause I'm always team women since we could do better than so many niggas out here, oh my gosh. Like you don't have to stay for that, right? And I know babies sometimes, if you're married sometimes, there's various things that make you stay. But the fact of the matter is this man doesn't respect you. And you're showing us that you don't respect yourself by sticking to this and being ready to fight every bitch that comes along. So it's like, what is it? it, it the insecurity is so strong or the, the manipulation from the guy's point is so strong because again they also know how to they know how to twist that shit too where it's like you know i don't know i've heard scenarios of, like i've had friends that have been married and their husband ain't been shit and so she would be ready to fight the nigga the, the women all the time she did and she beat all the f but it was like since just because you can beat them all up it doesn't mean you have to it doesn't mean you should have to beat everybody up just because you can't you're yeah. up he's a bad person <laughs> but a bad guy. i was some girl called me, and it's so funny. Um, I never even dated this nigga. Some girl called oh, me, um, and she was like, you know Denzel? And I was like, hello? Washington, the answer? I was like, who is this? She was like, this is such and such, and I just wanted to know um, what you and Denzel got going on. I said, did you did you ask him what going on? She was just like, um, I just been seeing your name a lot. Now, mind you, he went to fam. We were cool. All fanboy. Fanboy. He's just fanning over me. We never went on a date. I never even held this nigga's hand like nothing. And all of our conversation is just like, oh, Micah, you're so this. And Micah, you're so that. And, you know, I'm so glad that you were doing like just encouraging shit. Just fanboying. You feel me? And so... Um, she was just like I'm with him right now and we're in a very happy relationship I said if you were happy you wouldn't be calling me I just don't understand what I have to do with any of this I didn't even date this nigga you need to go down the list and call somebody who actually is affecting y'all shit <laughs> like period like I don't even talk to this nigga like I'm very confused she was just like well I saw your name in his texts blah 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 and I was just like again I said so you calling everybody in his text messages instead of just confronting him you said he's in a room 
go get them. Go ask them. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, the bitch, why are you calling yeah. me? And I guess because I've had a history of women calling me about yeah, something I'm, I'm no longer even fucking with. Like, that be getting me. I'm like, oh, that's so old. You're late. Like, that's what I be on. <laughs> You're so late. You called me in 2018. You I was actually fucking with him. Girl, I'm not fucking with him no more, girl. And you wasn't even a part of it. So you remember his girl that at the time. it was another meme that you put up and you was like, I have so many. My name gets brought up. It starts an argument. Somebody like that. Remember you were saying something like that? But my every time my name is brought up in someone's situation, I'm causing some type of mayhem. And I didn't I, I even do shit. I, 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 don't, even, do I don't even talk to him. Yeah. And so I've always had an issue with girls calling the other girl because a girl can lie. She can be vindictive. A girl can be annoyed as fuck because you calling her phone on some shit that she does. She don't give a fuck about you. And a girl can really be in love with this nigga and she will probably fabricate. Play her role. Yeah. She will fabricate, tell you things that are not really happening to fuck you up even more. Or she'll play her role. I don't know what you're talking about. Remember what Carlin said? Carlin said, Carlin said um, if his wife would call his side bitch. She, um, the side bitch would be like, we cousins. The side bitch would just go down a whole path about Uncle Jimmy and all this other shit. And um, you there, yeah. And their lo- like, their loyalty is to the dick, to be honest. Unless they the like, dick. unless they're extorting, a nigga. unless they're extorting a nigga and he missed the payment, then that's oh. it. Then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you Yo, missed like- the payment. Repoed, my guy. You missed the payment. You missed the payment. So now I got to tell you, bitch, what's up? You know. So and, and for me, I, I and I, I know this is fucked up as well, but I prefer those type of side bitch situations because I feel like the nigga deserves it. Sis is not emotionally distraught. He is for whatever reason now paying taking care of two bitches because he dumb as fuck. Because I do think men are idiots. So now he got two bitches he got to take care of. And then there is still the obvious the girlfriend that believes she has a faithful man. And she doesn't. So my heart always goes out to sister. Like I said, I'm always team girlfriend. I haven't helped none of you hoes make nobody girlfriend feel a certain kind of way because that used to be my life at one point. But at the same time, I prefer the scenarios where the woman knows her situation and she's somehow just getting something out of it instead of it being like, it's just so, it's just so messy. I don't get it. Just everybody just stay in here. Everybody just behave. And girlfriends, if you get a cheat on, I once told my friend this, sis he gonna keep cheating on you stop fucking bringing it up but i got over it i got tired of it because you're not leaving he's gonna lie you're gonna catch him in his lie and then you're not gonna go anywhere like you're gonna argue you're gonna cry you're gonna stalk him he's gonna do stupid shit and then y'all gonna be in the same position ladies if you are not ready to leave your nigga don't confront it that's where i'm at that's where i'm at it's about to end starting a new live y'all yeah i think i'm saying nothing just, just stick beside them and get what you can get you know white women do it all the time <laughs> in marriage um i feel like they have the worst relationships they, they it, it would seem so from the I, don't know. And that's just, I just feel like they just be getting dog walked but Oof. um but their role is to make sure that they are financially secure and that they have money and uh I don't know uh, a place to stay. I don't, mm-hmm. bitch. I don't know the very small, like the very minimal shit that they need. Um, but sis, if you ain't ready to leave, just shut up about it. And Saho, 
Um, stay in your lane. Stay, stay in your lane. I mean, and, 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 and Mikey and you I signed are, up for this shit, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mikey and I are speaking from the standpoint of women who obviously we've, we've never been side bitches. Um, I, I may have unintentionally been one, but that don't even work. I can't even think of a scenario, but you just never know. You know, that's what I'm saying. if you don't know, then you weren't. Yeah, if you don't know, you just don't know. But um, if you are in that position, I think for the women that sign up for this and then fall in love and get attached, and you got beef with his bitch and all that, I just feel like you're a joke. Like your friends have failed you. And if, but then again, I know some of y'all just do what the fuck you want to do anyway. But right. it's my homegirl, and you've decided to become a savage, and then you've fallen in love with this man and expect all this. I'm like, sis, but he got, he already got a bitch, and you already know that. So, Let's just get y'all up out of that, right? I'm gonna take you out. Let's, let's go somewhere else. Let's get away from from that situation. And then, yeah. and because that's really what it comes into. You guys make me so fucking sick, so fucking sick with the blatant disregard for the women that you're fucking up, right? You guys know we are naturally more emotional beings. So I I think I prefer the men who for somehow get side bitches and then choose to keep it very blunt and cutthroat with the side bitch. Because the point is, you don't want her catching feelings, right? So once y'all spend one too many times, maybe too many sneaky links, you know, then like I told y'all, honestly, I'm I have to check myself on somebody that ain't even got a bitch. We don't even have partners, but it's I catch feelings that way. I can't be nobody savage. I can't do it because I don't know. I'm gonna feel like I deserve. It's gonna be too much. It's gonna be too. Much. I deserve. <laughs> I, <of> to be seen every day i'm gonna be the worst type of savage like oh, yeah so it ain't for everybody definitely for everybody it ain't for everybody it ain't for everybody um and i just think if, if the agreement is there everybody needs to play their roles well because i i've like i said i i saw a recent situation i just know of a recent situation where a side bitch was showing the fuck out in front of in front of the girlfriend and i don't think the girlfriend even knows that she was like the savage and i'm just peeping this whole scene like People are messy as fuck. I get very turned off of messy things. Do not involve me in messy shit because I'm telling on every fucking body. So you keep me out of shit now because I'm wrapped up. So um, that's that on that. I want to talk on that seven, that, that seven, uh, Kevin, the Kevin Samuels thing. Um, Mikey, give up, give the summary. The video is long as fuck. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. I obviously did not watch it. Shout out to Kiara. I'm going to call Kiara and, um, and, and talk to her about it in a minute. But Kevin Samuels thing, um, Mike is going to give the summary of what he was talking about. It's like pretty girl privilege, some shit like that. Yeah, so basically he started, obviously, you know, he got his jazz playing and his lights on and shit. Real G GQ. Hold but on, pause real quick. Sir, we can definitely blame the man. Some dude came on here, he said, um, you can't blame the man. Who the fuck we gonna blame? Exactly, exactly, Sure. Who we gonna, who we gonna blame? Who, who we gonna blame? We gonna definitely blame the man. Because if you got a girlfriend and we start fucking, um, the girlfriend's probably still gonna be mad at me because we do that for whatever fucking reason. But the fact of the matter is, I don't love her. You supposed to love her. So who we blaming? Oh, he said blame the woman. All right, sir. I'm a, I'm done. Y'all can tear him up. Blame the woman for sliding in. I mean, it's, it's not that they she's not never she take responsibility. Gotta... They never take responsibility. Yeah, like we're blaming everybody, bitch. We yeah, everybody's wrong. Everybody's, everybody's wrong. wrong. No, but the guy, I would give the guy more blame because don't you got a whole bitch that you love, like? And I've even been, and I even heard women know women should know better. You should never talk to a married man. 
Okay, but why did he? Am talk? I married to that bitch? Like this is what I'm, I'm married. I'm not married to that bitch. Yeah, and I it's a code. It's a code for you to leave a married man alone. It's a code for you to leave a nigga in a relationship alone. What I say is this: is even if it is the code, if it's not, if it ain't me, it's gonna be somebody else. Okay, because your nigga wants to fuck other people. Right. Doesn't mean that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's the issue. The issue isn't what I'm supposed to do or not. If your nigga wants to fuck somebody else, that's what he's gonna do. So lucky women, trust me, if your man ever comes to me, I'm gonna always curve him, sis. I got your back. But I know a few bitches that won't. So even when you send it, we done sent hella, hella. You know what? Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. The punk is Bruh, the who is to blame in that situation? I send you, I send you all the evidence you need. Yes. And, and, and in those situations, the summary of that is there was just proof given that your nigga was cheating. And this person stayed, she stayed with her nigga anyway. But in me and Micah talking about it, and we just kind of kept hearing the questions that were coming. The point I made to Micah, and Micah made that point clear, is like if you want to stay, just stay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not gonna it's judge okay you. To stay. It's okay to stay, but it's like it's like the few bits of proof I done gave you make it very evident that your nigga is cheating. So what you want to see? If you want a video of his dick going in her vagina, I don't have that. I don't have that. I have, I have everything else. I gave you everything else, <laughs> like literally everything else. I just ain't got the flick. I ain't got the blue movie. What else do you need? And so I feel like in that situation, she falls in the category of a person knowing your nigga cheating, but you're going to- so shut up. So be quiet. So shut, shut up. up. I don't want to hear nothing about that nigga. I don't want to hear- I don't want to see nothing about my nigga is better than yours. Because oh, I saw you that. Don't have, that you don't have that. The fact that you- I don't have a nigga and my imaginary nigga is still better than yours. Because still better than yours. Shit. Bro, okay. Don't you dare. Y'all hoes stop gloating about y'all ancient. Stop gloating, especially when people know. I let her have it. I let her have that shit. But it's like. Because this shit kind of make you want to post a screenshot of this man. Yeah, my girl is full of shit. He's better than mine. And that's something else for single women. Any single women, single women out there, believe me, I know a lot of people in relationships that are not fucking happy, okay? They're not happy. They're They're miserable. 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 So please stop letting bitches gas you up like they should just oh so great. It's I saw a post today. Carlos Miller posted it was so funny. He was like, This bitch staying with this nigga just because she wanna prove a point. She ain't smiled in six months. (laughs) She has not smiled in months, but she got the nerve to be out here trying to make somebody jealous. Oh, but what? Not that dick. That everybody that had the community. All right, Cookie said, um, these men act very single and won't tell you their relationship facts. Um, Punky said, if you're going to stay, keep quiet. Exactly. Don't keep complain. quiet. Go to the side, girl, as a woman. Simple. That's it. That whole I'm coming to you as a woman, don't come to me as shit. Don't come to me as shit. As shit, okay? As shit. Shereen said, I don't even think the fucking is the problem. It's a betrayal. Exactly. And what I think me and one of my friends are talking about is these niggas be wanting to have relationships. Me and Cookie was talking about it, I think. These niggas be like, I'm with, okay, so me and Cookie in a relationship. This is my bitch, right? And I love Cookie, but it's something about Micah and them fucking legs I can't get over, right? So I'm up on Micah now. And somehow I done got, I done finessed Micah into fucking with me. 
But instead of just fucking Micah and going home, I'm laid up with Micah. And I'm investing in Arch Appointment shit. And I'm like, I'm trying to take Micah out of town. How you expect a bitch not to fall in love with that? Of course I'm gonna fall in love with a nigga paying for shit. That's great. We going to fucking Barbados and shit. We laid out on the sand. It's just how, so I think that's also the problem too. These niggas be selling the dream. Um, and you know, it escalates because these niggas are sick on the low. They're sick. They're they sick. sick. They don't want to be alone. They always got to be up under something. Like they, they constantly be, be up under something. Y'all sick as fuck. I say I'm sick. I'm still mad at the side girl, yes, but I, I'm very team woman, so I'd still just end up blaming the guy because even like I said, half the time when it comes up, it don't usually be the woman. Now I know some some petty bitches. Let me correct it, but yeah, the only time I'm upset with her is when she gets out of when she gets out of her lane. Yeah, it's like stay stay there and and stop all that spicy shit because you're wrong. It's like no one's on your side. Yeah, who's on your side here? You know, except maybe your friends, and they failed you because you did a bad job. All right. Yeah. So, so Kevin, pretty privilege. So he was talking about pretty pretty privilege again. This is Kevin Samuels guy, the guy that wears the suit and the glasses and be cussing everybody out. Oh, Kim. Oh, they're signing a petition to get his show. Kim. Is that real? I hope not because change.org is very real. I get emails from them all the time. Um, I signed a petition to change the name of plantation from change.org. Yeah, yeah. I've signed things on, on change.org too. I just feel like this this is fucking anyways. So yeah. the nigga everybody's trying to cancel because apparently uh what he's doing is causing men to hate women and um women are not feeling safe. I don't know how. Uh, serious that is i don't know i haven't heard any allegations coming from a man who listened to kevin samuels who went out and raped the bitch or who went out and yeah. um dumped the bitch and told her she was worth shit i don't i didn't hear anything and then we have to also again accountability for whatever reason women keep calling his show or are getting on this live with him for him to tell them to their face there are three Rachel, they're asking too. I'm like, I'm a ten. He was like, No, you're a three at best. Like, I love that. He does. Like, he's very straightforward. So, bitches keep calling. I feel like just leave him alone. There's a lane for that. I don't know why. I'd never call him and ask for advice. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, Kevin keep his little show. I heard he's. I hope he keep his show, bro. That makes his very um crass delivery. A little more easy to swallow because he's a comedian so and it works it's, he's gotten very popular over the last couple of months because of the shit he be saying so yeah so, he was talking about how women have pretty privilege okay and how that can affect the way that they date the the the, the affect the way that they compete um and affect the way that they have an entitlement when they meet men right so if you're a pretty woman you haven't had to work hard for shit to be honest um his thing is we take that for granted and we also don't understand how hard it is to keep a man right and so his thing is we're always competing even when you got the prize you don't have the prize even when you got the ring you got the husband you got the family you are not done competing and so he compared it to the animal kingdom and he was like what do lionesses do what do lions do i fucking love animal kingdom yeah, i think that shit makes the most sense because it is what it is they're not thinking they're acting yeah. it's innate you know what i'm saying so um he said what does a lion do he basically make sure everybody's okay he tell you to keep them kids away from him because he don't fucking play with cubs and the lionesses do all the work 
They do all the work. They do all the hunting. And if the lion has to step in, it's because a pack of hyenas is about to try to fuck his shit up or another lion comes into his territory. So he's defending and protecting all day. But these lionesses, not all of them get to fuck him, right? So the oh. miscon- yeah. So the misconception is he's fucking all. No, there is a head lioness that bears the children, right? And so in this particular season, it's always a different season, right? So this woman, this lioness, fucks this man for four days straight. Like it's crazy. Like good time. sounds like a bacon. a good time. He was like, "Have you ever fucked like somebody four days?" He was like, "Have you ever fucked somebody four days straight?" Ten minute break. No, I've never done that. No, I've never done that. Four days straight. No, I'm I've never done it to that. my list. I'm so the list. thing is, he was like, um, pretty privilege gets in the way because now we're in a society where everybody can believe they're a 10, but that's not reality. <laughs> right? And so <laughs> and it's obvious because it's preference. Everybody has preferences, and that's what he that's what it comes down to. There is a preference. Mm-hmm. If you believe that you are a 10, he, good job for you. Confidence is what you need. But short niggas do not complain about how tall they are not. They compensate for their height. So they make Hopefully sure with their dick. Yeah, so their pockets are tall. I heard short niggas got big dicks. I don't I know if they're the short niggas. Um, they're, they're, the way that they woo women is very attractive. And mm-hmm. a lot of talk, obviously, a lot of short men have tried to talk to me. I know the difference. For is whatever reason. Too. I want to take the confidence and the persona of a small man and put him in a 6'5 nigga. That is like the perfect man for me. Mm-hmm. Only because it, ugh, the assertiveness, the 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 attention that they show you is just crazy. Yeah. Tall niggas just know they can pull anything because everybody wants a tall nigga, right? So for women who are unattractive, who are walking around like they are attractive, he gave a scenario. He was like, woman walks into a bar, you got your Fashion Nova outfit on, your body's nice, your hair's done, whatever. You go stand in the corner and you a bad bitch in the corner, right? You bad. Another woman walks in and she goes straight to the bar and have a seat or she goes straight to the bar and order a drink. Now, what she's wearing is similar to what you're wearing. So it's not a major difference. A major difference. Yeah. Um, she, he did note, he did note that she, uh, the woman noticed that she was light skinned with long hair, but the difference in their behavior is the woman who was trying to get, who's trying to get chose went to the bar. Right. So being sought after is putting yourself out there. Like you have to put in the forefront. If mm-hmm. you're in the back chilling next to the fucking bathroom, a bad bitch. No. Who's nobody's? Who are you checking for you? You know, yeah, what I'm he's saying? gonna, he's only gonna see you when it's time to pee pee. Exactly. <laughs> and he ain't gonna be thinking about you because he gotta pee. Gotta pee. So the woman, he was like, there's three F's. It's men want friendly, feminine, said. feminine and fit. Fit. Yes. He said, there's three things men genuinely want out of women. And if you can meet these three F's, then you're probably good. But he also said the feminine part, women need to find the femininity again. Like you need to look across the room and work with the man. You know what I'm saying? Like give him something to go off of. He was like, we get rejected all the time. We're always competing. Niggas are always out here competing. It never stops. Mm. So he was like, if that's the case, women should feel the exact same way. What is making your man stay at home? And the girl was like, There's a puss. No, I'm kidding. He said, My puss is 
she said my personality, like who I am, my ambition, blah, blah, blah. She mentioned that she had a PhD, blah, blah, blah. He was like, Ooh. at the end of the day, men don't care about that. Are you feminine enough? Do you make him feel like a man? Like he can say the same thing. Like if you, if somebody asked him, why do you think you're the prize? He's going to say my job. He's going to say um, my affection level. Like he basically said, y'all going to say the same shit, but so what is it really keeping you there? And so um, you constantly have to be um, not a new person, but you constantly have to be this person. Evolving. In, in your person's face, you constantly have to be aware of what they like. And this is verse, vice versa. But he yeah, said, yeah. pretty women stop working. Because once they get what they want, it's like, oh, okay, well, shit, I got what I want. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. And so um, I thought that was a good point because essentially you do, I, I don't consider myself in competition with anybody because I'm in a relationship that's really good. But at the same time, obviously I know there's other women that are better, that are prettier, that are taller, that are sort of whatever, like you said, but I don't feel like I'm in direct competition. But if I feel like a girl's coming on to my nigga, like in a friendly way, I do get a little, <laughs> you know like what you Yeah, like I do get a little like, okay, bitch, you know what I'm saying? I get like that. And he said, that is the, the natural fight in you to keep what's yours. Yeah. And he was like, some women have forgotten that that even exists. Your man does go out into the world and he does go to Starbucks and he does go to Target. And there Again. are women who are coming up to him, who are flirting with him and making him feel like a man, stroking his ego on some, wow, look at you, do you work out? Blah, blah, blah. And so he was like, pretty privilege has worked against us when it comes to um, dating and finding our potential, how, what is it, what he always call them? high high valued man high valued man right okay so um sheree is saying um i thought men don't like clingy women it sounds clingy-ish so i don't think it's clingy yeah the gist the gist okay so the gist of what he was saying when michael was explaining to me last night i was like this sounds so tiresome it's just like you're constantly yeah i'm i have to constantly just Keep it up. So did he mention something about the bonnet, like coming to bed with the bonnet all the time? Yeah, and that, those are the scenarios. Like, remember, yeah. your grandmother said, don't let your don't let your man see you give birth. It's going to change his sexual idea about you. Right. Um, stop going to sleep with big ass clothes in that bonnet because he wants to see your body. Like, you should not just face cream all the fucking time, sis. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way that you dress when you go out with him, when you go to the store, this is not a regular day. Dress the fuck up, like yeah. show out, you know, but you yeah. get so comfortable because he loves you so much. So you right. feel like, I don't have to try. He loves me. This so, is it. Because, yeah. Because that's, what I, because that's what I was saying to Micah. That's what I was saying to Micah last night. I was like, now with him saying, okay, fine, I'm, I'm pretty. So I get my boo and we're together. I don't think what, what keeps him there is the connection that we have. Because again, there's gonna always be somebody prettier. There's gonna always be somebody taller, somebody shorter, bigger ass, flatter stomach, bigger, whatever. There's always gonna be a bitch better than your bitch and whatever the capacity is. So it with him bringing up the fit, the friendly, the whatever, it's like, there's always gonna be a bitch that's friendlier. There could be a bitch that's all three more than I am. But right. that's where he lost me because I'm just like, that's where the love of what, 
that the love, the connection, the vibe he gets here that he can't get elsewhere. That's where this shit is supposed to take over because yeah, um, there's always going to be a bitch that looks better in, in, in some type of way. And then it even goes to where I put that post on my story a couple weeks ago. It was like, I had rolled when my hair was straightened. I had rollers in and I was like, God, would you be mad if your girl came to sleep maybe two nights out of the week like this, right? Because the only way for a natural hair person to maintain this fucking silk press, if you like it, daddy, is for me to put these rollers ah! and burn my shit up. So you have to be comfortable with me looking like this at least two times after the week. So it was like 50 guys said no. And like three said yes. And it was like, well, fuck the three of you guys. <laughs> I feel like you when your brush cut me, when your, 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 your fucking tape fucked up. You know, I still love yeah. you. It's like, it's like, how materialistic are we? And so I know he- Our men. Say, yeah, our men, right? Okay, fine, men. Uh -huh. Because I know he does always make a point to say, men really do care about what they see. Physical, always, right. It's always the physical. So I can understand me getting with my man, I look like this, right? He's cool with this. Some men get mad, like, some men, like, get mad if you lose weight because they like where you are. So it's a thing, too. Like, sometimes they really want you to stay where the fuck they saw you at. You know what I mean? And that's fine. But it's just, like, I think, I would like to think after 10 years of being with a man, I don't, I definitely think you should keep up with yourself. I made it very clear to my baby daddy when we were together. If you get big as fuck, I'm leaving you. So he was like, so what if I said that to you? I said, well, hey, <laughs> it'd be like that because you, no, yeah. you still have to be sexually attracted to me, right? So it's all fun and games while I'm, you know, oh yeah, Leah asked this is this, but then when I start looking like a fucking- Big ass Leah. Yeah, big ass little Leah. Then it's like, ew, you know, I don't, I don't want to fuck her. Now I really got to be worried about all the other fit friendly bitches around because um, I'm not fit anymore. No, I'm not fit. I'm not fit. And then even with, I know a lot of scenarios too of really large women, like we'll say 500 pound women, not chubby chasers, men who actually like that. When they start losing, you know, I watch 600 pound life all the time. I love that fucking show. There's a lot of situations where their husbands leave them after they do the, the, the surgery, the stomach, whatever surgery, to lose weight like they're they're gonna live longer but this nigga's mad because she's not 600 pounds anymore she her life insurance bitch <laughs> <laughs> you had three more years to, to live you had the nerve to get healthy um, kevin yeah like i mean i i get what i get what kevin mr samuels is saying i yeah, don't I think you should keep up with whatever it is that you were when you met your partner. Right. right? I think that's the case, but I think it's always so much more pressure on us because for one, it always fluctuates. You got to count in pregnancy. And uh, you think about the Safari and Erica Mena thing. I will, I really want to believe all this is really just for show, but this nigga really said shit. Like he didn't want her to have another kid because she got big. She gained so much weight while she was pregnant and he wasn't sexually attracted to her. And so shit like that is so fucked up. Cause it's like, this bitch is carrying a human. And so for you to say such insensitive, I mean, he's Jamaican for the record, if y'all forgot. Fucking Jamaicans make me sick. So it's like, there's so much more pressure on us in this situation to make sure we keep shit tight together. And even the women that do that, y'all still be fucking cheating anyway. So it's like, yeah. And so uh, another part of that is the women who are saying they're tens, but they're really threes at best. Ooh, like Kevin, right. I don't know why y'all call him. He be chewing y'all ass. I don't know why. And it's women that say, rape me. You're stupid. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what nigga think I am. I honestly don't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I know. I know for a fact that 
podcast flip. I'm Perception is everything, and everybody yeah. has everybody has a type or whatever. So me doing though, they used to do that shit on Facebook. Put your picture, put your picture up, and I rate you one. Fuck you, nigga. Like who the fuck died and said you can? Fuck you. What's your ugly ass? Like I'm not yeah, doing that. So for the women who are walking around with the highest confidence, who are maybe overweight, um, they Lizzo. they may. Oh, but she's but she's beautiful, bitch. So yeah, boom. She it's liking Lizzo is a preference, right? Because. You're not gonna the the average person is not gonna look at Lizzo and I I think unhealthy when I see her I don't think about nothing else. Yeah, you're you're unhealthy. That's what I think. Days are numbered. Um, so it's a no for me. But when you think about the women who have always been told, "Baby, you're beautiful. Honey, you're beautiful. Own it." Blah blah blah. If they have a unique look, whatever the case is, when you walk into a room and no one pays you attention and you did go to the fucking bar and you did, right? So you're at the bar and now you're leaving and you're upset at the men around you because you're, thinking about, because you're thinking about why didn't anybody try to talk to me? He was saying that those women, y'all need to basically muster up some type of uh, secure, secureness where you're okay with rejection and you need to put yourself out there. Ooh. He said confidence is, he said, I'm telling you, women who wear confidence um, it, it will bring your it'll bring your score up, right? So he was like, if you put yourself out there, if you're not the woman who just thinks men are gonna come to you, you're not you're a three. So you have to show up somewhere else. Your personality has to be fire. Your conversation, you have to have humor. You have to be fit, friend, and friendly, whatever. And even if you're not fit, fit, friendly, and feminine. But even if you're not fit, you can still. And even if you're not as feminine, the friendly and the humor and the 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 allure of just yeah. you know maybe wanted to get to know you that's where you have to show up he said men do that shit all the time a man knows that he has to compensate for something that he lacks because at the end of the day he wants the woman yeah, he yeah, said yeah, the yeah, women yeah. women around here thinking they tens pretty privileged y'all I like y'all don't have to work y'all are not dealing with rejection you're not stepping up to these men y'all not saying hi y'all not y'all being stank like he was like that shit ain't gonna get you nowhere you got to put yourself out there and you got to stop acting like shit just supposed to come to you because you're a woman. And I agree. He's right. He's right. He's right. Hey, I agree. Kevin Samuel's man. I agree. You know, what, what, you think, what came to mind is, you know, I go out to eat by myself all the time. So it was one time I went out I went to tap 42 and I went and I sat at the bar and Alexa, stop. She come. Oh, yours woke up. Sorry, sorry. So, um, this guy was an Indian fellow, and he came up to me, and he was just like, "Oh, happy Sunday." I was like, mm, "Thanks." I was not in the mood. I did not want to talk, but he did offer to buy my drink, and I had already had a drink. I was like, "No, I already bought it. Thanks." And I really just didn't care for it. But just along the lines of what he's saying, you go up there, you sit at the bar. I guess I did look feminine. I don't know. Um, and it's true, they do kind of come at you more than I guess if you were in a cave somewhere. Um, or in the back of the fucking restaurant in the dark. Yeah, he ain't wrong. Looking cute. You cute, okay. nobody can see you. But a point Micah brought up that I thought was great, we're going to go race with it now. Black women, we aren't necessarily taught the same way white women are taught. I would yeah. like Micah to explain that. It was a very good yeah. question. So 
what I was saying is, you know, black women, I think we're that we're we are innately taught and it's it's, it's innate at this point, um, it's generational. Um, to be strong, to be independent, to not need anyone, not just a nigga, to not need anyone. <laughs> so you don't let nobody get in the way of what you're gonna do, right? And you don't depend on nobody for nothing. Um, especially a man. And sometimes that shit pop out there. It's like, oh shit, ugh. I kind of want a man, but okay, I, I feel you. I understand I, you. I, would like one. I understand you, Granny. I get where you're coming from. But um culturally, I think because we're 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 taught to be and we're reared to be so strong by other strong independent women, um, the whole how to keep a man and how to court a man, if you think about the way white women were raised. They've always been very primed and very pressed and very, I need to make sure I exercise every day to keep these tits up. I need to make sure this, whatever ass I have is filled out no. the way you like it. Um, I need to make sure my neck is elongated a certain way because men like long necks. Like they're mm. very, they're very um, uh, physically in tuned, right? So it's like, it's always in the back of their mind how much weight they're gaining and yeah. how much carbs they're consuming. Every friend that I've had that has been Anglo-Saxon has talked about their weight at least four or five times in the conversation, right? Oh, and so this is their culture. And how many white women do you see running on the regular? Like white oh, women are into fitness. They be running they're like not that. doing that for them. They're doing that for men. Yeah. They're doing that for men. But black women, take me as I am. The fuck? I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm raising your kids. Um, I got to get these... Um, I gotta get these degrees. I gotta make sure that our, we just have our fucking list is so long. But you know what I just thought about? You know what I just thought about? Because we always talk about um, island women versus or island people versus whatever. And like I said, when I, I mean, I was raised by my mom and my grandma, very Jamaican. And what I was always taught was I need to know how to cook. I need to know how to clean, mm-hmm. know how to do this. So my husband doesn't whoop my ass. Like these are literally my grandma. <laughs> Damn, granny. <laughs> But, but this even sounds a little more along the lines of what a white woman maybe was taught because the goal is still, from what I was raised as a wee lad, um, was you need to know how to do all these things so you're a good wife to your husband. Um, right. It was, it, it, my mom probably, if anything, broke the mold with that because she yeah. to have to be independent and figure all this shit out while her degrees. Hence, I became, you know, that too. But if if my mom was in Jamaica, like stayed in Jamaica the whole time from birth to whatever, she probably would have had more of, well, I don't know. I guess I can't say that. My aunts, there's an aunt that's always been there. And while they're, they are homemakers though. Yeah, like honestly, yeah, they are homemakers. They are but, but, very yeah. much so in the white woman category but of- Southern women are taught that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So deep South women like Alabama, Mississippi, all of them can cook. All of them. Yeah. But guess what? It's that part of the physical that does not weigh as heavy in our yeah, community. Okay. True, 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 nobody true. cares. Cook too. Yeah. Nobody cares how big. Okay. I don't want to say nobody cares how big you get, but the bigger that we get, the more we're celebrated. Oh, look at those thighs, girl. Like I came to my cousin's house in Louisiana. They called me Poe. And I was like, damn, the baby don't eat. She look Poe. I'm like, what the fuck? What's that mommy? Why would she call me that? It's so hell. that's what they call skinny women they equate yes. it to being poor they equate it to not having enough money to, to fucking eat so it's true, like true, true, at, true. at this point in our in our culture it's not to be fit mm-hmm. it's really not nobody is thinking about how long your titties are or where your stomach is hanging <laughs> or how big your thighs or your ass is or 
that shit that 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 flabs right here that make good fucking macaroni and cheese like nobody cares oh, as no. much and oh I, no oh no it wiggles oh no and our men and our men historically culturally um appreciate a a plump woman they Jamaicans yes Jamaicans do you know? like black and black men as well and so now that we're seeing this whole fitness saga we keep dying from fucking heart disease because we don't work out exactly exactly so people are dying and they're like oh gotta get ahead of this health thing and so um because white men have always wanted skinny women that's why they're always striving to be skinny it's because of what their men want and our men don't care about fitness as much as our counterparts do so guess what we do not strive to have smaller bodies we strive to um, shit, make sure our sex is good and make sure that, I don't know, the house is clean. But yeah. honestly, Leah, like that shit's so old. Like when I think Yeah, because that's not the, that's it, that's not the dynamic. It's not modern day. It's not, it's not what modern moms are teaching their kids. Their yeah, because I'm, I'm definitely not going to teach my daughter. Um, you know what I'm leading with. It's, you know, be a good person, you know? Um, yeah. Education is very big in our family, so it'll be big for our kids. Our kids are gonna highly um, that because that's that's benefited us so far. So yeah, I, I definitely think that it's so outdated that it's like, what is it now? Because even still, and and like we said, for white women that probably are more kept, you think about black women who you know again, I love to toot our horns as being the most educated motherfuckers. Period. And this does come with other responsibilities you know if i'm most educated sometimes we have better jobs than y'all asses i've had better job i've had a better job than pretty much everybody i've dated so when you think about it like that too and they've all been black men so you think about it like that there's a whole different expectation on me um for that me trying to get fit is because black women keep dying from heart disease like this is why i'm getting fit it's not for the sake of trying to woo a guy she's absolutely correct and historically for me my ass has done very well for me my ass, my ass, my larger ass and titties have all, you often helped me with, with the men that I date. So um, that's so true. It's just like, he's not wrong, but then I guess it just depends. Like, I remember he asked some lady what her weight was. And I think when she, I don't know if she hesitated or something or when he, no, she said how much she weighed, but then he said, you're overweight. It's tall. And, da, 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 and he was like, you big as fuck. Like he's, he said, you're obese. You're obese. <laughs> For your, you're obese for your height. Because she was obese. For your height. And it's not wrong. I'm obese. I'm obese for my height and my age. I'm obese. That's it. <laughs> um, that, but that BMI shit is, is based on white women anyway. My BMI said I'm fucked up. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, girl, um, I think overall with women in general, like, I don't think fit friendly and feminine i don't think it's gonna work i don't think it works against us right i think in some ways it works in our favor because to be fit not for a man you know just to be healthy i always aim for health i always aim for health um only because black people already have other stress levels that create more health problems for us our lives are already set up a certain way where if we have high blood pressure and stress is added on to our high, we could die quicker. Like the, 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 we don't have yeah. we don't have time for health issues on top of the stress that we deal All with. The shit we already people. exactly. So my thing is, okay, how do we ask for help more? 
how do we alleviate some of this stress? Because if you ain't finna lose weight, bitch, you need to drop some stress. Like something, something, has, to, something has to give. Something has to give. So remember what I was saying about, because, okay, before I say what Terry said, what I was saying last night, though, is that with his with his synopsis and, and the advice that he gave, my thing was, while he's, you know, maybe wrong for the type of women that are looking for a man like him, I don't want a nigga like him. And all these, the, the men that he's describing, these six-figure men, I don't necessarily need my man to have six figures. I don't make six figures. I need my nigga to be equally yoked with me. I don't know if I'd actually know what the fuck to do with a six-figure man. I'm not even in his caliber of the shit that he uses. I'm not familiar with that type of stuff. So right. it's like, you also got to be mindful of that if you want these high-valued men, which is what he keeps calling it um there does need to be some type of equally yoked type yeah that's what he said you too. Know, that. so what terry said was he's never wrong he's talking about oh kevin he's never wrong it's the type of men that the women say they want and then how they present themselves the men that they want is not attracted to what they are this is a fact. exactly just like you said good job terry good job so if you're a three at best but you're walking around here like i'm a 10 and you walk into a bar expecting the high figure man to pay you attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what do you have to bring to the table? Three kids, Ooh. right? You have three kids to bring to the table. Yes, you have your master's degree, but you also well, have confidence booster up though. And she's a three with the confidence giver, like at least a five. It's her, it's her baggage that drops her back down. Yeah. A high value man doesn't want so one. He doesn't want three kids. And so yeah. if you are a high value woman, if we, whatever if you have value woman you don't want a nigga with three kids if you ain't got your own so there's certain things that just knock you be out realistic. of that person's race. yeah be realistic so his thing is be realistic now threes you need to find another three and be happy stop fucking going for more than what yeah than what you really have yeah if you don't if you like you said before leah if you can't um go on a date by yourself and support yourself and buy the things that you want to on your own you shouldn't expect somebody else to do that for you. My motto right? with that is you have to be able to treat me as good as I can treat myself. Yeah. So that, if yeah. I go on a date and I usually get steak and two glasses of wine, because I fucking like that, I pay for it on my own. If I go on a date, I order lobster, steak, and salmon and two glasses of wine, bitch, you're overcompensating. You're you're doing too fucking much, right? So in this case, if that man can't pay for that date with the steak and two glasses he shouldn't be on that date i don't think she should and if she shows up with louis vuitton because tramira showed up she's a she's a name whore whatever name name when i go on dates i bring the louis vuitton yes i wear the expensive um, her tony birch um slide she has her little sling on um she wears sex fit whatever the fuck she got on because she has expensive taste and that's what she likes. So when she goes on this date and this nigga has on no name brand and she ordered her steak and two, gla- two glasses of wine and it came up to $75 and he's asking her, are you going to get another glass of wine? Don't fucking check me, nigga. You took me on a date. So it, just, it makes me so nervous. Like you're I'm, out, of your, if you're out of your league and that's no shade to people who like nice things. You just have to find people who also like nice yeah. things. Or can afford those nice things that you like. And I, I brought this up to uh, Mimi. Shout out to Mimi when we were in Mexico. But it, it kind of goes along with this. It's like the whole logic of, you know, all right, I'm poor or I'm broke. Or I don't have money like that. And it's like, okay, theoretically, I should be also fucking with a nigga that ain't got money like that either. And it was like the audacity of you women to want a nigga with money. But it's like, but if I'm already broke, why would I want a nigga that's broke too? You know, and this is just speaking on somebody that really but, afford it. Like, yeah, traditional women 
Yeah, what's wrong with that nigga that makes supposed, more money? I'm supposed to be taken care of, duh. Yeah, come on. I got a vagina. You're supposed to pay all the bills and all this. Right. I mean, I get it. I I he's not wrong. And shout out to Terry, same logic. Um this guy said we going bowling on the first date. I don't care how rich I am or she or she is, how bougie you is off top. Um, is or she is. Okay, well, to me, nothing's wrong with that either. You know, I know that. okay. Here's the point. If you ask a woman on a date, he says, see how bougie she is off top. But see, you should if you have nothing to do with that. Just all like, say, let's go on a date. There's no conversation. You could probably tell by conversation or especially social media, you go on a bitch page and all you see is she's in Bimini, she's in Turks and Caicos, she's in whatever. Clearly she travels well. You see her in Louis Vuitton and name brand this. You already know what you're getting yourself into. So you don't need to see how bougie she is. You can tell how bougie she is. And it doesn't necessarily mean she's bougie, but you can see based on how she presents herself, what she's expecting from you. So that would annoy me if you want to take me on a date to see how bougie I am. You could have figured that out from my page. You could have figured that out. And why would you even want to play like that? Yeah, like, well, to me that's why, a game. Why, why would you, you want to do that? Time? Yeah. Why you with your time? I I rather you say I want to go bowling so I can talk to her. The fuck you want? Yes, to, to me that makes more sense. I because uh, they say movies aren't the best first date because you can't talk for real. You know? Yeah. So you want to get to know and somebody. then go to dinner. Then that that makes a little bit more sense. Is that? But if you can't accept a bowling date, why are we going to five star dining? But that's not that's not that's, that's the point. Right. Yeah, that's not but that's not for you to determine. I may be that type of woman that only dates men that drive what uh give me a fancy car Maseratis, whatever uh in that case i wouldn't want to go on a date with you anyway because the moment you say bowling i'm out yeah the moment you say bowling i'm like no nah, i'm straight the moment you say um bj's love bj's by the way the moment you say bj's uh no i don't go to stuff like that and that and that'll tell you what type of woman she and is and that'll tell you all to go on a date if she declines it's over all right terry said i don't care about the bouginess most men care about being used when we're not in it just for sex so I don't mind how much money I spend as long as in the end she's in it for the love instead. And if it love instead. Okay. Well, I expect that from Terry. That's that's the Boy. As in the end, she's in it for the love. If you accept bowling, then we can act, then we actually go on bowling. But that's what I'm saying. I you you I get what you're saying now, but you've already said. If she can't do bowling, why is she five star? Blah blah blah. And again, I just feel like that that's what always worried me about dating because like I said, I take myself out to eat all the time. My tab always be like $70. I'll be very worried about niggas that like can't afford it. But my one point Micah made one time is if you ask me out on a date, don't pick some shit you can't afford. If you ask me out on a date, you. take initiative, yeah. nigga. <laughs> you you pick the place. And we do prefer that. We do prefer a guy to say, hey, you know, I'm take you to dinner where you want to go. I went on a date with a guy the other day and he's in my field. He makes considerably more money than me, but um, he took me to a really nice restaurant. It wasn't like overly OD price. It was just a nice little restaurant. And it wasn't, it wasn't any uncomfortableness there. We had like three, four drinks. Like it was great. But I, to me, that's how a date should go. We spent the whole time talking. What, me? You go, yeah. Oh, uh, we spent the whole time talking and um Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Whole time talking and it was like, you know, really nice. So I just feel like, you know, I think you guys maybe sometimes guys set themselves up for that. If they you, do. Yeah, you set yourself up for that and then be confused when like Yeah. But much. off rip, if you don't have two hundred dollars, you shouldn't be going on a date. And I'm not saying that's what you're spending. I'm saying that should be your budget for the date. And what we're saying to you is we don't play them type of games. 
he's like, is that what I'm saying? If you say yes to bowling, we can go and then we can go somewhere fancy. Don't, I don't, I don't even know what. The, and you don't tell us your plan. Just do what yeah. you gotta do. Just do what like, you gotta do. If that's your logic. Do, do what you gotta do. Like, that's it. All right. Uh, we gotta stop this episode getting too long. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, I was doing <laughs> This is a very, very good conversation. Thank you to everybody on live for all your um your back and forth. I appreciate it. I love when you guys do that. It's very nice. Yes. Visit us at letitsayforyou.com. You can follow us at let it say for you on IG, let it say for you on YouTube, let it say for you, just the you on Twitter. Micah, you are appreciated, bitch. You're amazing, bitch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> love you so much. Goodbye. Thank you guys for listening.